amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio. MGN Radio. The best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, today is December 15th and it is Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central Time, and welcome to MGN Radio Podcast. I am your host, Miss Posse, and we're so excited um, to be chatting about something that's near and dear to my heart, which is hair and healthy hair, natural hair. Um, our guest today, Miss Lola Fawara, is a business analyst and with a bachelor's degree in banking and finance from the University of Lagos, Nigeria, and has a master's degree in business administration from Keller Graduate Management School. She is the founder of EditorInKinks.com and LolaFawara.com. She's born in Nigeria, but she lives in Chicago with her husband and three daughters. And her experiences from taking care of her own natural hair and her daughter's hair led her to become author of her first book, Healthy Hair is Good Hair, A Quick Guide to Developing a Healthy Natural Hair Care Regimen. I love it. I really do. And um, she's also authored two other um, e-books that can be found on Amazon. So like I always tell our guests, before we get into and delve into our podcast, we have to pay some bills. So this is a good time to to grab your pen and paper because, you know, we always drop knowledge on our podcast. For those of you who might not have heard of our podcast, MGM Radio has been around for many years, and basically we support and promote women and moms in business. And we chat about anything that's of interest to the parenting mom-dad community. So thank you for joining us, and make sure you follow us on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, so I have to pay some bills, and I will be back after this with our special guest, um, Lola. Attention all sports fans. Let this holiday season be the most enjoyable one yet. Try our new mobile sports app and play along live with your favorite teams. Download, play, and share the fun with the entire family. Compete and win free games, prizes, and brand-named gear. Go to firefan.com. That's Firefan, F-I-R-E-F-A-N.com, and enter code SWAG, S-W-A-G, to register and try our new one-of-a-kind interactive sports app. Let the games begin. Hair Yum is the fastest-growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. 
All right, we are live with um, our podcast, and I did want to shout out cartots.com, car, C-A-R, tots, T-O-T-S.com, features remote control ride on power wheels that every toddler is sure to love this holiday season. So check out cartots.com to see the large selection of remote control ride-on cars and trucks and make this season an extra special one. All right, check out cartots.com. Okay, so um, I did want to, my producer had mentioned as I was chatting away that I have to really, really um, mention and thank I'm speechless and honored to be featured as Woman of Wednesday by author and Huffington Post writer Olivia Cole. So um, if you go to Facebook page, um, Haryum, we're going to post it on My Good Nanny. Um, if you're a member of our mailing list, Dare to Aspire, or Haryum.com, um, we are going to um, sent out the article, and I was really, really speechless and honored that, you know, um, Olivia Cole, a great writer, a great author, featured me as part of her series that features phenomenal women. So please check it out, um, comment, heart it. Um, it's a really good interview, and um, you can learn something about my journey into the hair care business. Okay, so... I wanted to um, also mention Dare to Aspire Conference, our seventh conference in Atlanta next year. Don't forget, ladies, you know we always sell out of our vendor booths and our sponsorships. Dare to Aspire Conference, that's D, the number two, aspire.com. Okay, now Christmas is right around the corner. And so that's why I'm kind of happy to be chatting with Lola um, Lola, why do I keep saying Lola? <laughs> Lola, <laughs> I know she's gonna be like, okay, are you Nigerian or what? You know, but Lola, okay, um, you know, Christmas is around the corner. She has these amazing books and ebooks, so I did want to chat with her. So let me connect her. <laughs> let me connect her. Hi, Lola. <laughs> Hi, Tulsi. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Welcome to our show. Welcome. Thank, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on tonight. Oh, we are so excited. And if y'all have not been to um, click the link, you will see her lovely picture and her beautiful hair. So oh, let's you. get started. Let's get started. Okay. okay, we talked about your background, but tell us in your words, your journey into writing, you know, the book about hair and natural hair. Um, share with us your journey. Thank you. So like you said, my name is, well, since you're saying Lola, then I'll call you Lola, like a Nigerian, right? <laughs> my name is uh, Lola <laughs> Fawura. <laughs> I was born and raised in Nigeria and uh, moved into the U.S. with my husband in 1999. So I had my first, uh, my first daughter in 2000 and then the second daughter in 2002. And then gradually I started, you know, doing the hair, the natural hair. It was 
it was it was um, it was kind of overwhelming initially. Like, oh my God, I have to do two ads at the same time. So you finish with one, and then the other one is waiting to do the hair. But then once I'm done with whatever style I do for them, usually it was uh, cornrows. They will come, they give me a hug, they go to the mirror, they look, you know, they look at themselves, they know they're beautiful, and then they come, they give me a hug, and that was precious to me, right? Having my girls do that, which means even at that young age, even when they were still a little bit um, younger, they knew what it was to have beautiful hair. So I decided to, okay, I was going to leave their hair natural, of course. But then for me, in 2003, actually in 2002, I was on hair forums just reading and seeing all these beautiful girls with, you know, with the natural hair. And I was like, hmm, I think I should also do that too. So one day I went to, in Chicago, uh, downtown Chicago, I was going into a store, which is now Macy's, then it used to be called Marshall Field. And then there was this young lady that was coming out of the door, and then I looked at her hair. It was black and shiny. And I was like, oh, I love your hair. And she told me, thank you. You know, that's my natural hair. I'm like, really? How did you get it like that? She said, oh, I twisted it. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Beautiful. And there and then I knew, okay, yes, I'm going to wear my own natural hair too. Because then back, you know, growing up in Nigeria, Nobody ever thought it was how to take care of our hair. It was, and then even while we were in school, you know, secondary school, primary school, we had a low cut because then our parents believed that if you had a low cut, then you wouldn't have time, you know, to to be wasting, you know, on your hair. You can face your study, you know, read your books like they will say. But then after then in college, after college, then you were able to to perm the hair. But then I just noticed that every two weeks it was like my hair was ready for another touch up. And I'm like, for how long will I do this? So in 2003, I just told my husband, hey, let's let's go to the barber shop. I was, you know, ready to cut off my hair. I was like, are you sure this is what you want to do? I said, yeah, sure. So that was how I started the journey. But then other mothers will see my daughter's hair and they'll be like, oh, we love your hair. How do you take care of that? I'm like, okay, there's no need keeping this information to myself. Let me share that information with other mothers so they know what to do with their daughter's hair. And if they know that, then they can also teach their daughters how to take care of their natural hair, and then we can pass that on from generation to generation. So that's my journey into natural hair. I love it. And you said you said a lot in a little bit of time, but I love everything that you said about, you know, your mom of three girls just doing their hair. And like you said, growing up back home, you know, we cut our hair or permed it. Yeah. And just for everybody, a question as we start you know, what does it mean to have natural hair? And in my opinion, I'm like, natural hair is when you forego heat and chemical relaxers. Is that your definition of natural yes. hair? Yes, that's, that's yeah, correct. And then yeah. some will say if you have some color in there, then you're like a naturalister. But, you know, yes. it, it, it's different for, for everybody. But that natural hair to me is just your natural hair growing out of your hair out of your head without any other intervention, be it color, be it heat, or be it chemical. So that's my own definition for natural hair. I love it. I love it. And this book, Healthy Hair, because you are author of three books, and I, I'm going to talk about each one, but I'll stick to the first two before I get into my third that I love. Okay. But the first <laughs> one, Healthy Hair is Good Hair. Like, mm-hmm. how did you write the book? How long did it take you? Um, you know, what can people expect to find in the content of the book? So um, for the book, I decided, actually, why did I even, I had different uh, 
topics. You know, I had different titles, different options. But then during a period of time, there was this kind of back and forth in the natural hair community about, you know, hair is collier. And I'm like, oh, no, whether collier, whether whether kinky hair, coarse hair, thin hair, full hair, as long as your hair is healthy, that is the good hair, right? Because that's the hair that's coming out of your scalp. As long as you're taking care of it, that is good hair. So initially, what I, when I knew I wanted to write a book on natural hair care, but my initial thought or my initial idea of the book was going to be to interview like 25 or 30 uh, natural girls just so they can share their story and then put all the stories together in a book. That was my that was what I had in mind. But then my friend invited me to a workshop for for little girls and, and, and even boys and then I had to talk about natural hair. And there was a lady sitting in there and she was like, Lola, you have everything together. You can just put all this information. This information you know, but we don't know. I would love to have that information. So why don't you just put all that together, and then that's your book. I'm like, really? Is it that easy? Raleigh, that's her name, Raleigh. I'm like, Raleigh, is it that easy? She said, yeah, sure, Lola, that's it. That's how you write a book. You don't need to wait and have all this, you know, all this information, doing so much research. Just what you have said today, what you have shown the other mothers and their daughters, that's enough for a book. And that was how I said, you know what, okay, let me just go ahead and put this together. And that was how the book was birthed. Wow, I love that. I love that you didn't waste time. Some people say, oh, if I don't have a, uh editor, I don't have a this, mm. I don't have a that. You went and your book is on Amazon, so everybody can go to Amazon.com. Yeah. You can even just type in your name. All your books will, yeah. will pop up. But I love the Healthy Hair is Good Hair, a quick guide to developing a healthy, natural hair care regimen. So with your hair, your hair is gorgeous. Like, what, Thank you. What do you do every day? Like, do you twist it? Like, somebody's looking at the picture and is like, wow, I want to have healthy hair. What can I do? How do I start? What would you tell them? So it's so funny to see that picture. It's amazing how things just happen. I remember that picture. It's supposed to be a banter knot, but my hair didn't dry all the way when I was ready to do the photo shoot, so it was kind of puffy. <laughs> but really, it turned out really, really well. So sometimes I know for sure. No, sometimes I know that for sure that things don't have to be perfect. If you're looking for perfection, we'll never do anything. Follow your gut, listen to your instinct, and then go ahead and do what you have to do. So what did, what was your question again? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think you answered it. I said, oh, know, okay. I talked about, I like that you explained your, your hair, but I, my okay. main question was, how do you, what do you do to your hair on a daily basis? Or what do you, how do you, like when you do your kids' hair, this is one because I'm a mom of two girls, do your kids scream? Do they cry? Like, you know, talk about your hair care regimen and then your children. What do you do for their hair? Okay. So right now for me, I used to wear braids, but I no longer, it's been a long while since I wore braids. So now it's just me doing my, my natural hair. So I try to do twist. I do twist and then do twist out. But I found my signature style to be bantu knot out. So I do the bantu and then do the knot out. But then when I, I try to as much as possible to do the low manipulation style. So when I do my twist, I, I clip them together and I can, you know, wear that for a week or two. 
and then I can wash my hair. And then the next time I can just do the twist for one week and then do the bantu knot. And then the following, the second week, I wear a bantu knot out. And then nighttime, I moisturize and then retwist if I want to, or sometimes if I'm feeling lazy when it's just too late, I don't want to bother with my hair. I'll just put two, two or three ponytails and then put on my satin bonnet and then go to sleep. I try as much as possible to, to keep it as simple as possible because I know over, natural hair can be overwhelming. But I say this, it's a, you want it as easy or you want it at, uh, as uh, difficult. It's your choice. But try and keep things as simple as possible. And then for my girls, I mean, now my first two girls, my first two girls, the first one is 16 and then the second one is 14. I have been able to pass that information to them. So they do their by themselves. Right now, the first wow. 16-year-old, yes, the 16-year-old, because she celebrated her 16th, uh, she had a party like almost two weeks ago, so she she asked me to blow dry her hair and then straighten that for her. So I did that, and that's what she's been wearing. And all her friends, you know, they see her in school, they're like, oh, wow, your hair is so beautiful. Yeah, she, and she tells them it's the natural. And, of course, those young girls who want to be able to embrace their own natural, but they don't know how. So that's why. And the, my girls are always like, oh, my mom has a book. You can check it on Amazon and tell your mom to get you the book. So that way you can, you can, you, <laughs> you can go natural if you want, and then you know what to do. And my middle daughter now, she has braids. When they're in school, they know it's easier for them to be in braids, just so that way they're not wasting time in the morning trying to fix the air and trying to do different styles. But when they're in braids, they know to spray to spray the braids and then get some oil in there, just so the air is... They know all that. Wow, that's good. Now, when they were younger, think back to... And I want to talk about kids here for a minute, because a lot of moms... Okay have kids and are like, oh, my God, when they were younger, if you can think back to, like, maybe when they're five, six, did they cry and scream when you did their natural hair, or was it easy process? How was that process? You know what? For my first two, the, no, there was no crying. They were always excited to do their hair because they know that we're going to look beautiful with a new hairstyle. But with my third baby, my toddler, who is five now, she's always crying. And I'm like, but why is this? But then what I found out was I had always tangled. It was always, I mean, I'll comb the hair, I'll detangle, and when it's time for me to, to style, it's all tangled up again. I'm like, what is this? What is this? I mean, I never experienced this with the first two. But then it just occurred to me that, you know, in Nigeria, there's what we call dada, you know, the kids that their hair is always yes. all tangled up. So yes. in my mind, I'm yes. like, I, my mom, because my mom was around, she was like, maybe she's, maybe she, maybe she's a dad. I'm like, really? So what I did over this this past summer was I clipped the 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 patches that had locks in there that were all tangled up. So mm-hmm. I clipped them. I cut them off. And now I'm able to comb through because before I couldn't comb through her hair even after washing, after detangling. But now, after cutting out, I didn't let her know because she, there was a time she saw me with a pair of scissors. And I was like, I'm going to cut this off because why are you always crying? So I'm like, no, mommy, mommy. So I knew I didn't let her know when I was cutting it with a pair of scissors. So after doing that, now I'm able to, to comb it and comb it all the way through. I mean, she will still cry a little, but not as much as before. Before it used to be, even if I put TV on or geek, Gave her iPad. That was just not, you know, she was always crying. And that's because her scalp was tender, 
and also because the air was always, you know, tangling up. So my first two was a lot easier, but with my baby girl, the a little bit of a challenge, yeah. but we're working through that. So. Of course, of course. Well, with yeah. my two, they cry and scream. Oh. And thank God for hair yum because I'm able <laughs> to, you know, use the products and, you know, do that. But oh. still, they've always had sensitive, I just say they have sensitive hair, I guess, oh. or head. Mm. Um, yeah, and my mom, who had four girls, I'm like, I hail you. I don't know how you... <laughs> Managed to do well, all you know, our hair. You know? I mean, if you grew up in Nigeria, remember we were always yes. going to the salon, so it wasn't something that yeah. our mothers did. It was always you go to the yes. shop and then yes. they fix you up. Yes. And they fix. And you know what? Even back home, like when we go now, mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all are so lucky. They have, you know, other people that'll braid and do their daughter's hair. I'm like, in America, we do our children's hair. I mean, yes, we go to salon, <laughs> but a lot of times they'll have somebody, a girl, or you know, even guys are now braiding, and they'll come and braid your mm-hmm. hair. And it's like, wow, y'all don't know how lucky you are. You don't have to wash and detangle. Somebody else does all that and then they bring the girl back and her hair is braided. I'm like, mm-hmm. you people are yeah. really, really lucky. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. Well, or sometimes they even tell Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes the braiders no, will come ahead. to their house and do all that for them. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We are chatting about healthy hair is good hair, natural hair with Lola and um, she's a, a author, a mom, a working mom, and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But I wanted to get through some terminology just for those people who might not understand um, some things about natural hair. So when we say big chop, when people say, you know what, I have chemicals, but I want to go natural, let's talk, what, describe in your words what the big chop is. So the big job is maybe you were having relaxes, you know, you have the perm, and now you're ready to just fully embrace your, your natural hair. Then you go to the barber shop and they cut off all the relaxed ends. So you might be left with half an inch. That's what it means to big chop. Big chop just cutting off the relaxed ends. That's what big chop is. Yes. That's that's what it is. And then she talks about relaxed ends. So relaxers chemically straighten your hair, whereas yes. your natural hair is chemical-free. There's no chemicals. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love it because, yes. you know, they were saying that a lot of, like, you know, I had a perm. Like everybody growing up, we had perms, mm-hmm. right? All those things are not good for your hair, you know. Um, so embracing your natural hair is healthier. It's healthier. Absolutely. Now, our when you did your workshop for the moms that you talked about, can you share any tips for those who, like, they really want to keep their hair healthy? They, you know, they don't know what to do or where to start. Can, do, can you share any tips? Um, I know they're going to find some in your book, but if there's anything that you can share, that would be great as well. Sure. I mean, one of the things for black hair is our hair can easily, easily break, and that's because it's dry. And what leads to dryness is moisture. So if the hair is not moisturized enough, then it would break. So moisture mean, meaning that every other day, depending on you know the style that you have, if you have heat in your hair, of course you won't be able to use uh, water to spray it. But if you have twist or twist outs or braid outs, you would want to moisturize every other day. And when you're moisturizing, you have to add water. Always know that water is the best moisturizer 
oil is not a moisturizer. So you first spray in the water, and then you put in your your creamy moisturizer, and then you add the oil. The oil is supposed to be a sealant, which means it helps to keep in the moisture from the water a little longer before it escapes in the air. So every other every other day, you want to make sure that you are moisturizing your hair. Otherwise, it will be too dry. And when it's dry, then you'll see that your hair is breaking. Yes. And with the cold months, a lot of people oh, yes. talk about their hair breaking, breaking, breaking. Have you experienced that with your kids or yours? And how did you deal with it? I mean, with... You just when it's breaking, you know, okay, there's there isn't moisture in there. But like I always tell my girls, make sure that you are spraying. They have a spray bottle, so I have a spray bottle. They have one, so that way they use that, and then they have their oil, and then they have the moisturizer, just to make sure that they, you know, the air is moisturized. Currently, my middle daughter, she's the only one that has braids, but then the older, the older one, I'm like, you, you, you need to go get braids now that your party is over. You need to go get braids so that yes. way you're not exposing mm-hmm. your hair. You know, to these cold, uh, to the cold weather. Yeah, you know, and I keep my keep my girls in braids. To me, braids is such a great protective style, especially if you're a mom and you don't want to. You know, you braid their hair; it looks neat. You don't have to deal with it in the morning. You get up, mm-hmm. get dressed, and they go. You might brush it or put some oil, like you said, but it's mm-hmm. just a great protective style. It's just a great protective yeah. style. Yeah. Yes, but always keep in mind the only way that it could be a great protective style and will keep your hair is if you, just because you're in braids does not mean that's the end to your hair. You still have to take care of the that's hair true. even while in braids. Otherwise, when it's time for you to take out the braids, the hair will be too dry. And then by the time you're combing, you just see that a lot of hair will be coming because that's breakage. The hair has just been dry over a period of six to eight weeks that it's been there. So just... If you're in braids, make sure you keep the moisture game up just so at the end of the day you can benefit from all that time that you didn't have to do, you didn't have to manipulate your hair, you would get some growth. So in order to keep that growth, make sure that, you know, you're moisturizing. How long would you say, even this goes for adults or kids, that you should keep your hair in braids? So in braids, nothing more than eight, eight to ten weeks max. Right, okay. so ten okay. weeks maximum, take it out, and then you know wash it, do the deep treatment, and if you want, you can also do your protein treatment and leave your hair to rest before you go get another set of braids, another set of braids, very, very true, very because I hear some moms saying, "Oh, it's been in there for three months and four months mm. and you know, I'm like, wow, and that's what you said. It gets the, the breakage and damage. Okay, so your yeah. second book, your second book, I want to jump to that, um, Embracing Who You Are, How to Care for Your Natural Hair. Now, how did you segment into that book? Um, you know, what made you write it? Yeah, I mean, after finding out that moisture was the big, big deal for black hair, I decided to just dedicate just that one book, that e-book, on how to properly moisturize the air when you're washing. What should you do on wash day? When on your wash day, you first, if you want to do pre-pull, meaning that you apply oil to your air before washing. 
So you do the pre-pull and then you do the shampoo. Oftentimes when I have mothers, they're like, oh, once I'm done with the shampooing and then I do the conditioner, that's it. I'm like, no, you're missing a step in there. And that's the deep treatment step. You have to do the deep treatment where you allow heat to come to the hair. Once the hair is receiving the heat from the hair dryer, if you have one, or just walk around in the house with a shower cap on your head and your body will generate the heat. The, the goal of the heat is to open up the hair cuticles so that when you're ready to do the moisturizing, you know, adding the water and also your moisturizer, then the moisture from all that can, can be absorbed into the air shaft. So once you understand that, you know, during your wash day, these are the things, these are the steps that you need to follow in order to know that you are properly taking care of your hair. Once you know that, then you know exactly what to do. So that was just the main wow. goal of the book, the e-book. I like it. And let's talk about that wash day, very because I'm like, I'm like, okay. Okay, so you wash with the shampoo. You condition. Yes. And then you said, this, like you said, most people say, okay, rinse the conditioner and I'm done. But you say no. Talk about what happens no. next after the so conditioner. So wash. So after the. So actually, for me, I do the shampoo. Okay. And then I do. Uh-huh. I rinse out the shampoo, and then I do the deep treatment. That's when you use uh, a, a conditioner that is meant to deep penetrate the hair. So you're supposed to leave that in for like maybe 35 minutes to 45 minutes under the dryer. Once I'm done with that, once I come out of the dryer, then I rinse out. I rinse out the deep conditioning treatment, and now I add the regular conditioner. And at this point in time with the regular conditioner, I begin to detangle. You now detangle the hair to take out whatever tangles or shade hair that you might have. Then you rinse that out, and now you're ready to style your hair. Now you're ready to leave, put in your leave-in conditioner, and then you add in your creamy moisturizer, and then you put in your oil. You do all that, you twist or whatever you want, whatever style you want to do, and then you would be good. And that's it for a wash day. So those are the steps that you need to take when you're washing your hair. I'll, hey. What, you just dropped some knowledge. I know people who are listening are going to be like, wow, this is really, really cool. Now, I know a question that I always get, deep condition. How often do you do it each time you wash? Or yes. How often? Do yes. You, wow. Every okay. time you wash with your shampoo. I mean, sometimes some naturalistas would just do a co-wash, and co-wash simply means you washing your hair with just the regular conditioner. So if you're doing a co-wash, then you might not be able to do the deep conditioning. But when I'm putting shampoo, I know I need to follow that up with a deep conditioning treatment. Wow. And then at night, I get this a lot. You, I say invest in a silk wrap or a scarf to protect yes. your hair while you sleep. Absolutely. You agree with that, right? You never sleep Absolutely. with your hair open. Okay. Well, and I mean, you have some, too. you know, some naturals, they, they sleep with their hair open and, you know, some, they still grow, you know, healthier. But some, so sometimes one cap doesn't fit all. Some might do something and if you do that, your hair will like, no, no, don't try that with me. So you always have to listen to your hair. So 
for me, I always wear my hair bonnet. Even my all my three girls, even the the little one. Once she's in the house, she's back from school. I'm like, okay, go get your hair bonnet. She's like, mom, but why? I'm not ready to sleep yet. I'm like, yeah, you're in the house because I know you're gonna be jumping up and down. I don't want you to mess up your hair, so go get your hair bonnet. So we we do that. Yeah, us too. And it's so funny. My girls now are conditioned. When they come in, they're like, oh, I got to put my hair bonnet on. And it's so yeah, cute. That's so good. Like, exactly. Take it off. Take it off. <laughs> good practice. It's so, good it's, practice. Yes. 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 We are chatting yeah. with Lola Forwara. Um, she's an author. She's a mom. And she's a working mom. So before I get into your third book, um, I wanted to talk about just how it is your business analyst. Um, like I said, you have banking and finance degrees from, you know, Nigeria and a master's in America. How do you manage being a working mom, writing books, being a wife, a mm, mom of three girls? How do you manage everything? <laughs> I mean, you just you just do it, right? You just set set time aside and know that you want to do it. And I get my girls and my husband involved, right? Okay, I need to go do this now. I need to do some writing. I need to... I need to, you know, work on some on some things. So please help me out. So they they know if I need to do something, then they they step up. My girls they know how to cook for themselves. They can do, make dinner and then take care of the later one. So it's all just being able to communicate that, you know, amongst every member of the family, just so everybody knows where help is needed, and then gradually be able to to do it. If they see that you are truly committed to what you're doing, of course, everybody we. We chip in. It's all family thing, and then you'll be able to get um, what you have. You get it done. If you have to wake up, you know, like an hour earlier before everybody does in the house, then you have to do that. If you have, if I have to stay up late at night, then I have to do that. I just have to make sure that I'm doing something, no matter how little, each day, towards the success of the business and my brand that I'm growing. Wow, I love that. I love it. And, you know, um, Lola, I wanted to ask you about, Mm -hmm. you know, when we talked about the brand, what are some challenges that you face as you're working and you're trying to grow your brand and, you know, with natural hair and all your advice and books? Um, A lot of people think, oh, I write a book and it'll make me millions and I'll get back. But (laughs) we know it doesn't happen like, yeah, we we wish. Can you share some challenges maybe for the moms um, and what you did to kind of overcome your challenges? Uh, I mean, at every stage in uh, in time, there would always, you would always have challenges. I I mean, growing a brand is not, uh, it's not overnight. It's going to take some time. It's going to take uh, awareness. That's that's really what I'm doing right now, building the awareness and getting myself out there. And thank God for social media. And like they say, the gatekeepers are no longer there. So everybody has access to the whole world now. You can go live on Facebook or you can go live on Periscope. And recently, you can go live on Instagram. So just getting yourself out there and letting people know exactly what you do, the more times they can see you, then they're able to connect you with whatever your message is. So my, my goal is for them to see my face and then say, oh, that's Lola. Oh, she talks about natural hair. How to, to be beautiful with your natural hair. So that's, it's just um, being able to step out. I think that would just be the challenge, being able to step out and create that awareness, network with other people in the field, you know, the natural hair uh, community, just so I can get 
myself out there. That's what I'm doing at this point in time, just trying to grow my brand and grow my business and put myself out there. You know, Alola, I just love your – when y'all click on this link, I love this picture. Did you did you it was I know you said it was a Bantu knot that kinda of went astray. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I right? That, I'm like, okay. <laughs> but your perfect your I want everybody to know, especially we talk about this woman in business. I love your professional picture. Click on her link, you'll see her necklace, her earrings, her you are just put together and I love it. Did you get a professional to do your makeup and your outfit? Um the you know, talk about your because brand is not just okay. I have a book, your whole package, mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah. Can you talk Thank about you. like this picture, like how you got everything together? <laughs> this picture. <laughs> okay. Um. So for a long time, I was thinking, okay, I know I'm going to be doing a photo shoot, but what what's my outfit going to be? I wasn't sure what it was. It wasn't coming to me. I'm like in the natural hair community, we love colors, we love patterns, we love bold colors. I'm like, okay, I don't want to do all those colors. And then out of nowhere, I, I'm not sure if I saw it, and if I got the inspiration from Pinterest or, Pinterest, or I can't remember. But I'm just like, okay, let me just do, you know, pattern mixing. Let me do the stripes. In this picture, you can't see my skirt. But then the skirt is a black and white with um, diamonds, diamond shape, mm. black and white. So it was kind of like, if you look at it, it looks different. And that was what... I wanted. I wanted something that was different, that would catch your attention, make you stop, and if you were scrolling, and then you see the picture, that was the goal, just to something to stop you in your tracks and say, hey, what's this? Who is this? This looks different. But then you would like, you know, the the patterns that that have been mixed together. So for my makeup, I got uh, a professional to do the makeup, and also, of course, the, the pictures were taken by a professional photographer as well. Why oh, paid off? And if you go to the cover, if you type "healthy hair is good hair" and her name on Amazon, you ask to see the cover of the book and her patterns and the skirt that she's talking about. It's really nice. Yeah. And I always tell people, investing, especially for your your photo shoot, invest in oh, yeah. the makeup, the hair. It's so important. It really, really Absolutely. is. Well, I just Absolutely. love it. I just love it. Thank we you. are chatting live. Time is flying. Oh my God! I have so many questions. Time is fine. Well, I wanted to transition. We've talked about your two books that you wrote and about natural hair. You're very well-versed. A lot of people might ask, and like you said in the beginning, you just learned all this by you being a mom of three girls. I mean, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you wish you knew? What do you wish that you knew when you first started that you know now about natural hair? that you can share, like something that you've learned that you're like, wow, you know, this is really powerful. I wish I knew it when I first had my baby girl, you know. Mm, I think then if when I just started to, one of my main concerns then was just um, the the dryness that I was feeling in my hair, right? It was kinky, and then you put, you know, you put in the moisturizer, and then minutes later or hours later, it's like water never touched the hair. I'm like, how, what is happening here? But then what I know now is the hair needs that deep treatment. Remember the deep treatment step that I said? That's what yes. the hair needs. Without that treatment, without the deep treatment, the, no matter the amount of water that you pass in there, because the, the hair cuticles for us, 
for kinky hair, most of the time what we have is low porosity hair, which means that the cuticles are tightly closed, so we need the heat to be able to help us open up the cuticles, the hair cuticles, just a little to get moisture in there. So what I know now is moisture is a game changer when it comes to our kinky hair, but then I didn't know that then. I, then I wanted my hair to be big, to, be, to, be, to have those big curly, big curls, for like three C girls, well, hey, I'm 4B, 4C. I I'm not going to ever have that. So I had to come to the to terms that, hey, my hair would never be like that. So this is what I have. So Lola, learn to work with what you have. So once you understand this is the texture of hair that you have, how do you take care of it? How do you make it healthy? So that way, if you know you're taking care of it and it looks healthy, you're doing different styles, then you begin to love your hair and then you feel comfortable, you know, outside wearing your hair. So that's what I, I didn't know that then, but now I know. And then I try to preach the good news to every black woman who is interested in wearing a natural hair. Yeah, and it's a movement. It's it's really a movement. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. now, and I, I'm going to break down again for our listeners. I'm going to talk about the hair texture types that she was talking about, 4B, 4C. But it's really a movement, and I love it. I love when I see little girls with the puffy, you know, kinky mm-hmm. hair, and they're proud of it. They wear it, yeah. women. Because when I was growing up, everybody had a palm. Everybody had, you know, the fake weave. And mm-hmm. it's just nice to see natural hair. You know, it really is. It, natural hair is beautiful. Yeah. So we talked about hair textures, and just high-level type 1 is natural straight hair. It's just your straight hair. Type 2, the wavy curly, you know, think of um, Drew Barrymore. They have Scarlett Johansson, you know, those. Now type 3 is your curly kinky. You know, think Mariah Carey, Alicia Keys, you know. Um, they also have those springy curls with the S-shape. And then me and Lola, we're type four, <laughs> which is the kinky corly. Okay, tightly curly curls with distinct pattern, high shrinkage, low porosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we fall into into that category. You know, think Lauren Hill, um, me, yeah, her. So those are the, the hair textures. Those are the, and yes. everybody's hair texture is different, and Absolutely. you love your hair. I think you said it well. Yeah, you love yes. your hair. Love it, love it, love it. Yes. Okay, Just, so we've chatted about hair, and time is flying. So I want to get to your third book that I, what I I love this book. <laughs> um, you want to have a baby? You want to have an American baby? Okay. A step-by-step guide on the process of having a baby in America. We could do a whole show on this. But talk about this no. book. Um, we, we, I might actually do a whole show on this. But talk about this book and what made you write it. And I noticed your other books are like, you know, $15 or less. This book is 47 So I want yeah. to talk, ask you about the book and the price. So go ahead. Okay. All right, so the book you want to have your baby in in America. So I was um I was on Bella Niger, which is um a page or uh, a website where you have uh, Nigerian writers. They come in, and then you have a lot of Nigerians all over the world. They go to that page just to read fashion, <clears throat> to read about fashion and whatever is going on in Nigeria. So there was this particular article that was written by another girl talking about uh, 
mainly Nigerian mothers coming from Nigeria to the U.S. to have their babies and having problems with uh, the families that they were staying with. And then I went on there. I read all, there were like over 200 comments. I had to go through each and every comment just to read and understand, okay, what are people saying? Why is this a big issue? Why is this a huge topic? Why are the, you know, that many comments on just this topic? So I read through and I'm like, hmm, there's something in here. My, I have had five, two, two nephews and three nieces that were born in the U.S., you know, the mothers all came outside of the U.S. from Nigeria and one from London. And then they came in here to have their babies. So I've been through that process for five different times. I'm like, it's not that hard. It shouldn't be this hard. It shouldn't be this difficult. Why don't I just put a resource out there? So interested mothers from Nigeria, you don't need to know anybody in the U.S. As long as you have all this information that is being provided in the book, you know what to do. You know exactly what to do. And even in the book, I mentioned how you should be a great guest if you're staying with somebody. So if they are ousting you, they're telling you to come to their home for you to have your baby, that's a lot for them to open up their, fa- their house for you to, to come in. So you have to, you have to be helpful, right? They go to work, they come back. If there's a way you can help, help them prepare dinner, do that. They would appreciate that. And if you need to go for your doctor's visit and you need them to give you a ride, because you've been helpful in the house, they would always want to go out of their way to help you too. So it's a win-win. You know, you have to both be able to help each other out. So that way your stay in that house will be as peaceful as and as pleasant as you want it. So that was just, and the book was written within two weeks. Within two weeks, I put all the information together and then I told my one of my friends who, who helps to publish book and then she helped me to, to publish the book. Wow, I love it. I lo- I think this book is now. This is a book I I'm like oh mg I just so many women will be will really appreciate this book, especially those that have had people come to their house like me exactly. And mm-hmm. and <laughs> like you, the, just give the them tell them to go get the book. So the next time they know yes. how to behave when they're in the house, you don't need to tell them anything. <laughs> we know how to behave. <laughs> if you're exactly. leaving the room, please turn off the lights. <laughs> yeah. Leaving the room, turn on the lights. This don't is... just run the water like that, yeah. please. We are paying bills here, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And so the book is 33 pages. It's you know it's a good read. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people who wanted that American baby will love this book. And um, now your price. Now I saw it was 47 bucks. What made you price it a little bit differently than the natural hair books? Well, I mean, that is a very well-niched um, community, right? If you're planning on coming to the U.S., you know you're going to spend a lot of money. So, I mean, $47 is, is nothing to you for you to get all the information yeah, that you don't need to true. keep asking that's people. True. Even the people that you sometimes come in here to meet, they don't know anything about the system. They don't know how all that works. But now you have all your information. All you just need is accommodation. But then in the book, I shared other accommodation options that you have. If you have your money and you're coming to the U.S., you can have whatever it is you want. But just knowing where to go for information, that is key. And, of course, information is power. Information is knowledge. So that's why you have it at that price. And that's even a very reasonable price, $47. It's reasonable. Yes, yes. And I like 
that you have the experience. I mean, you talk about, you oh, know, yeah. the visas, the, you know, what to do, the exposure, mm-hmm. the hassle-free travels. I mean, this yeah. book is looks like it will really have saved a lot. I mean, now all my friends and their kids are older, but years ago, you know, when yeah. they were coming over, I wish I could have said, here, take this book and read it <laughs> because this is, this is good. This is really, yeah. really good. This is Thank really you. good. So um, now um, in terms of what's next for, for you, um, I know, you know, you talk about hair, healthy hair and, you know, you, you have this book. What else can we expect to see from you in the future? In the future, I mean, I begin to begin to evolve. You know, things will always come up. Other opportunities will come up. But my main goal is just to go out there, and of course, I'm also a public speaker. Speak to young girls. Speak to mothers. Get the mothers empowered to know how to take care of black hair. If the mothers are empowered, of course, they're going to teach their girls. And what what a better way to have our young black girls being you know, proud of their natural hair, embracing their natural hair, knowing that they don't need the weeds or the weeks to feel beautiful. That just with their natural hair, they know exactly what to do, that they are beautiful with that. That is that is what I'm after, being able to see those young girls, you know, just walking with their afro, their twist out, or whatever it is they have, whatever hairstyle, the natural hairstyle they have, and feeling confident in it. So there, there used to be a, a young girl, one of my friends, um, um, the daughter, she she has a lot of uh, Caucasian friends, and she would always go to the Egyptian store every two or three weeks to get her hair straightened, and that was what they were doing religiously. Of course, because of the heat damage, the hair was no longer retaining it, the curl pattern. So, and then the mom didn't like how the hair was looking; it was looking so limp. So she reached out to me, saying, "Hey, this is what is happening. What do you suggest I do?" So I gave her, "Okay, just make sure you stop going there. Number one, you have to stop going to the Egyptian store, and then you have to treat the hair and twist it, you know, and do different natural styles for her." And then six months down the road, everything, you know, she was able to get the hair back, and now the girl wears twist. And, of course, recently one of the Caucasian friends asked her, aren't you going to get your hair straightened? She said, no, nope, I love my hair curly like this. I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's what we're after. <laughs> that's that empowerment. Yes. You know, knowing that, hey, my natural hair is beautiful. You just need to tell them what to do. Once they have that knowledge, that's power to them. And nobody, nobody can ever take that away. That's it. That's it for young black girls to know, hey, natural hair is beautiful. It might be puffy, but even when it's puffy, I know what to do with it. And I know why it is puffy. That's, that's, that's my goal. That's what I'm after. So teach the moms and then the moms we teach the daughters. Yeah. How important is water? A lot of people don't underestimate drinking water, you know, moisturizing with water. As a natural hair expert, talk about the benefit of water for your hair, for your body, everything as a natural. (laughs) I mean, we used to think, oh, we didn't need to put water. I mean, if you're wearing a perm, you don't want water in yes. there. But for natural hair, exactly. our hair loves and craves water. So give it as much water as possible. I mean, if you have a plant, what do you do to the plant? You water it so that way it can grow. So just as much as you do that, then you also need to do that to the hair. And 
drink as much. Of course, we're always saying this, even for us adults. We don't drink yes. that much water, yes. but we know we're supposed to be doing it. But try as much as possible to get in, to get enough water in your body because whatever you take in, that would also be reflected in what you produce, you know, in terms of your hair and also the uh, the health of your hair. So water is our, our hair's best friend, BFF, natural hair, water together, yes. Water together, wow. Time is flying, but somebody had sent me an email and they said, you know what, heat, you know, mm-hmm. she was flat ironing her hair using heat and she wanted to stop it, but... She was like, "What what style can I? You know, is it is it possible to just stop using heat? What's the benefits of just leaving? Like maybe for the next six months, no heat. You know, um, on the hair. What styles can she do? And you know, I just think of twists. But talk about heat, like how you can reverse the effects of heat damage. And what's a quick style? I mean, are you a twist person? I know you've mentioned twists." for a natural to just a, a quick go-to style um, for a natural? So heat can be addictive. So you have to know yes. that. And it's all a mindset uh, game, right? If you're used to the heat, why, why, why do you do that? Is it because you prefer your hair straight, right? Oftentimes that might be the reason. So you have to ask yourself, do you really want straight hair? If that's what you want, then you can keep, you know, keep doing the heat. But if you know you want to wear all these curly, big hairstyles, you know, then you'd have to reduce, gradually reduce the heat usage so that way your hair can drive. And then if you're using heat, make sure you're also backing that up with protein treatment every time that you wash your hair. So you have different styles that you can do. You can do twists, do the do a twist and then do twist out, or you can do braids and then do the braid out, or you can do bent to knot out, or you can do flexi rods or palm rods. There are different styles that you know you you can do. And if you know you're itching to get the the heat, then you can just slam it, slam on a wig. Right? I I prefer wigs as a protective uh, style because at the end of the night you can take. You know, take off the wig and then treat your hair, do the moisturizing, and then the next day, then you can wear it back up. But at least you're not neglecting the hair. So you must always ask yourself, why do I keep going to the heat? So as long as you you understand what the heat is doing to your hair, do you still want to go that route? Or do you want to have a turnaround and say, you know what, no, instead of using the heat, even the blow dryer, let your hair air dry. So you wash it and then you put it into a chunky twist just so it can dry up and then you can now do whatever if you want to do twist or bantu or corn rolls or braids, then you can now do your styling. Like wow. A lot of people before. Yeah, what what did you say, I'm sorry? I say it's what a shift in mindset. It's a shift in yes. mindset. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, I could talk all night about natural hair. But we have one minute left. So, again, tell people how they can follow you, how they can reach you. Please tell people how they can connect with you. All right, thank you. So I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, Lola Fora, where I go live Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and then share tips for you to grow healthy, beautiful, natural hair. And if you have any questions, you can always ask me, 
you know, after watching the, the video. I'm also on Periscope as well at Lola Fawara. I'm on Instagram at Lola Fawara. And also I have my blog page, editorinkinks.com, where I blog and share things all about natural hair and how to grow healthy, beautiful natural hair. Wow, amazing. I love to love them. I'm, I'm going to Facebook now. I'm going to make sure I'm connected. <laughs> so sure. all this stuff. And it was so nice. It was really, really so Thank nice you. chatting with you about natural hair, about your books, being a mom, Thank a you. wife, um, and, you know, much success. And hopefully we will see you back on our podcast to chat. We would love that. Oh, definitely. Anytime. Thank you, Tosi, for having me. And like I told you today, I'm so proud of you, a fellow Nigerian, and all that you have accomplished. I'm really, truly proud of you. You are an inspiration as well to me and I'm sure to other uh, Nigerian women as well. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. So we are done. We are done with our podcast for this week. So excited about our guests. I learned so much, and I love chatting about healthy hair is good hair. Go to Amazon, check out her books, and, you know, connect with her on social media. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with another show. Again, thank you for listening to MGN Radio, and remember to connect with us on social media at Dare to Aspire and at Harium. All right. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.